Oh, start the party, Dan. Oh, no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Jesus. Was that good? I just told you not to go all in on the Southern I know, but then I decided I wanted to. You told me to pretend I had the vapors. Who else has the vapors if not a Southern No, you're right. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Uh, That was very good. Thank you. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 141. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And we are thrilled uh, to have this guest on the program today. She is an author. She is a podcaster. You may know either of her podcasts. Allison Rosen is your new best friend and childish. Our guest today is Allison Rosen. Hi, Allison. Hi, Allison. Hello. It's so nice to be here. Full disclosure, I didn't know until like one and a half minutes ago that you guys were in Canada. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're, we're very Canadian. We're a couple Canadian yeah. boys. John is more Canadian than I am. I think John's what? the really Canadian. What? Guy. Why would you say that? Because you're from Ontario, right? And I feel like that's more Canadian, more Canadian? Than, than BC. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Allison, but, what's your Canadian experience? Have you spent time in our country? Only a tiny bit. I was on a show called Switched, which I'm trying to remember what it aired on. Some Canadian channel. I don't. I never saw it. <laughs> um, but I was on three episodes Hell yeah. and I know that it did air and I think it didn't do well. Um, but I was a guest on like three different episodes and it filmed in Mississauga. Oh, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, we stayed in Toronto and then they like bust us to Mississauga. Um, it was in the studio that the guy who does the gazelle, you know, the exercise equipment. The oh, gazelle. yes. Yeah, yeah. Tony, whatever, like that yes. was, had also been done in that studio. Um, and then I got sick and I remember finding out that codeine is over the counter in Canada yes. because they offered me some along with a Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, and, okay. Yeah, and I think I re- when they handed it to me, I think I reacted like, oh, you're giving me narcotics. And they're like, no, it's like, it's over the counter here. Um, and then I went home. And I've always wanted to go back. I've never been to Vancouver. Oh. Uh, but I've noticed that my listeners go nuts whenever I work anything Canadian into the title, even just the word Canada. Wow. Like those episodes do really well. So I think that I'm, I think I have listeners in Canada. Okay. Uh, well, I would say that's very likely, I think. And uh, fun fact, Allison, I, the first six years of my life, I lived in Mississauga, Ontario. <gasps> you did? I did you did. know Tony the Gazelle guy? Oh, Tony the Gazelle guy. I mean, we <laughs> all, who didn't know Tony the Gazelle guy is more of the question. Uh, local hero, local right? Local hero. I, mean, I have I mean, no idea if he's even from there, but his studio where he hawked the gazelle yeah. was there. I don't, uh, I've never met him. I will say like, that is a common conception about Canada that, you know, that like every Canadian knows every other Canadian and it's Mm. not like that far out of the realm of possibility, but yeah, it's a, it's a, 
I mean, it's a big country, like physically, I guess, yes. in terms of like the country itself. Yeah. But then, there's but not, we only have 36 million. There's people not here. that many people here. Yeah. I, so the other, so I think it is funny that John was kind of like, why do you think I'm the most Canadian one on the podcast? Mm-hmm. John is uh, also, or formerly was, a professional cur- uh, curler. So, uh, I mean, I don't know how much more Canadian Enough you can said. get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, Wait, I guess that's true. Yeah. How? Um, I hope I'm not bringing up anything painful, no. but how far did your curling career go? Okay, Where were you well, ranked in the world, John? I got to start adding this to the guest email that we <laughs> don't bring up my curling career because I'm devastated. I didn't no, no, I'm I it send, it, I'm send it to your co-host, uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Canada. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, my team at our height, we were ranked uh, 16 in Canada and 25 in the world. Um, and wow. I, but I, so how it works in Canada is our big tournament here is called the Briar. That's the Canadian National Curling Championship. And in order to get there, you have to win your province. So mm-hmm. it's only one entry per province. So even if your province has like five amazing teams, only one team gets to go every year. And uh, I have three BC silver medals and four BC bronze medals. So, um, so. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it is, <laughs> but. Um, Do you have them hanging up somewhere? No, I, I have a bunch of stuff hanging up on a hook in my closet. The, the silver medals are just in a I closet. I think I have somewhere? my most recent bronze medal hanging up in my closet with my like. <laughs> I have my like. I kept my like just for laughs accreditation. So like that's hanging from yeah. there and like yeah. Okay. Bring it. I haven't. You, don't you know Marie Kondo? If it sparks joy, bring it out and enjoy it. <sighs> I, I think know, it sparks misery though, right? Well, I. It's like in between. Well, bronze is good, right? Because bronze, you had to win the game to get the bronze, right? Well, you is that would, how it you works? Would think that. Oh, it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't no. work that okay. way. Uh, curling uses what is called a page playoff system. Okay. Uh, so how it works, I'm trying not to bore everyone to death here, but basically, that's okay. Just explain the logistics of curling, a curling tournament. People will yeah. love it. So how it works is the top four teams make the playoffs. Right. One plays two. Three plays four. Okay. The winner of one two gets a bye to the final. Oh, the loser so of one two plays the winner the, of three four in the four. semifinal. In the semi, so, so you they, lose to get the bronze. So you lose to get the oh bronze. Oh my god! Yeah. So I lost now every I, time. It's just, a lot of losses. I just think of you as a big loser now. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed before. No, but I'm a huge not loser anymore. I'm a huge loser, Allison, for sure. But you, you go, I mean, there were fifteen. Don't take this the wrong way, but there were fifteen curling teams that were better than you in Canada. Yeah, you're right. I know. Uh, I was a big loser. Yeah. But you're cool now. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not cool at all. Come on. You have, I was going to say, I wanted to bring this up. You have a very good, and this is going to make John feel better about himself and make him seem like less of a loser. John has a very good, like, sparkling water selection uh, oh. at, at his apartment. Okay. And and I do want to just call this one out because yeah. you've gotten this one recently, and I went and bought it after I, I tried it for the first time. And I think it's one of those things where the marketing on it is is sort of aimed at guys like me. Like stupid guys. Stupid guys, yeah. Because uh, it, it's 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 Evian. <laughs> yeah. So they got into the sparkling water game, the yeah. flavored sparkling water game. Yeah. And, oh, I didn't know this. And yeah. I is it is the so I think is this the name of the flavor? The flavor on here? is what you're thinking it is. The flavor on here is called Ignite Your Mind. <laughs> oh wow! What does that taste like? I mean, it just tastes like like <laughs> your brain's b- on fire. <laughs> but it, so it's 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 raspberry and there's ginseng. Well, yeah. 
what they're doing, Allison, is there's minerals in here. Though. They're doing the thing that vitamin water did in the beginning. Like I think vitamin water has now abandoned. Vitamin the water whole, got like, like sued for it. Yeah, they, they said abandoned that they were the whole healthy. we're good for you thing. Yeah, but I yeah. think what Evian is really they're going for the like you know if you drink this thing with magnesium and zinc in it and ginseng, like hey this this shit's gonna fire up your brain. Like this is smart juice. I feel like they need to standardize the kind of n- name and language because ignite your brain. I'd be like, oh, that's an energy drink. Right. Because I remember when I was pregnant with my second son, I did a show at a festival and they handed me water in a can and it was called like death water or something. Liquid I death. mean, it was oh, the yeah. most. Yes. It was the most hardcore canned water yes. I've ever had. Yeah. And I recall asking them repeatedly, you're sure this doesn't have <laughs> caffeine in it? You're sure this doesn't have like Arsenic. guano? <laughs> yeah. Bat poo or whatever's in Red Bull. You're sure this doesn't have any of that? And they kept saying it's just water. I'm like, okay. Because it's uh, yeah, it's really, really fronting. It's yeah. for like, uh, th- I'm going to use a term I don't normally use, but it, it's for like people who want to drink bottled water, but don't want their friends to call them a pussy. It's for those people. It's like it's like that's what I yeah. I would never drink Dasani. But, but the can does look death, cool. The can looks fucking. It sweet. looks very. Cool. It looks very cool. Because um, yeah. I was gonna suggest it's like truck nuts for water. Yes. But if we're gonna go with it's cool, then I can I can pivot <laughs> yeah. to that. Too. No, you can still no, you call can it truck your, nuts yeah. for water because yeah. okay. I think truck nuts are cool too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's ignite your mind, mm-hmm. not ignite your ignite your brain. I think sounds maybe more like an energy drink. Mind to me, I'm I'm thinking about like like thoughts and right. being like smart and stuff, right? Yeah, because I think people don't think of like a regular energy drink consumer as like smart. The mind and the brain are two different things. I think you think so? Yeah. Okay. I What's think the so. difference between the mind and the brain? Brain is like energy drink stuff. If it's like, oh, this is going to like uh, get your brain going. Like, uh-huh. Oh, that's that's mm. like an energy drink. If your mind, it's going to be like, you can go read a book after this and you'll be better at reading the book. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I guess that's like also like Adderall too. So I don't know. Um, can I tell you two things about my husband? Yes. That I had judgments about to begin with. And now I just have assimilated it into this is the person that I love. But when we were dating, he wore a little blue. T- this was like pre AirPod. Wait, wait, very much pre AirPods. Yeah. He wore a little Bluetooth phone thing. He'd just like hook it in his ear and just wear that all day. And I was oh. like, who's the guy doing deals? <laughs> Whoa. Um, okay. Did he have a job that, sorry to interrupt, but did he have a job that necessitated that? You mean like taxi driver? <laughs> um, <laughs> not really. Not really. Okay. I mean, he wasn't like on the phone all day. Right. Yes. Sometimes his work would call him, but I think. But he didn't need he to have just, it there all day is what you're saying. No, like it was a little yeah. bit. Definitely not. Yeah, okay. It was it more was for the aesthetics. Bit, I don't know. I he I think he just thought it was cool. Okay. No, it's so not cool. It's sort of like yeah. truck nuts um, for your ears. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think that's what made me think of it. <laughs> that and he drinks Red Bull. Okay. Okay. And I also like because you were saying I think that we have judgments about people who drink energy yeah. drinks. I, yeah. I mean, and I he do. Just yeah. Unironically drinks Red Bull. Occasionally he'll drink. It's been a while, but I've seen him drink a five hour energy. Oh wow. Um, okay. Yeah, and. The little jawbone Bluetoothy thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, and yet I love him. Right. Yeah. So you, yeah. I mean, I think you always are going to have sort of little aesthetic things like that in your partner that you just sort of, 
except I guess like when he drank the five hour energy, did he then go do something that justified the drinking of it? Or was this just like, he just put it down for no reason. Cause that's, I feel like would change my, my tune. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I have seen him drink five hour energy when our, when we had our, when our baby, our first, our, we, I have two kids. I have a four and two year old and my four year old was a very bad sleeper. And also we were brand new parents and didn't know what we were doing. So there was not a lot of sleep happening okay. at the time. Okay, and then we sense. needed to work. Yeah. Um, but I, and I had forgotten this till right now. I remember when we were dating, getting in his car and seeing the little five hour energy thing, like in his cup holder. So I don't know why he was drinking it so, then. Well, but maybe it's because he was on the date, if you know what I mean. Or if he's or he's doing if he's a taxi driver. The guy's that actually would make point. more sense for if he was a well, taxi driver. Was he like driver. a secret taxi was he, driver? Did he have a secret taxi service? How what would be the indicators? Well, the, well, the Bluetooth, Bluetooth and the five hour energy in his car. <laughs> two for two. What yeah. else? Did he have a beaded seat cover? No, he didn't have that, but he did have a sign that said, I have the right to incense free air. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Did he yeah. have a blown up picture of his driver's license on the back seat of his car? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. And he, I mean, I mean, he, he might have been a taxi driver. Yeah. And when we got carded at bars, he'd be like, do you need to see my hack license? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. But yeah. I yeah. think okay. we discovered it. We figured I think we figured out, something out here. Yeah. I, I think yeah. my equivalent of the energy drink uh, or the Bluetooth headset is that every three months or so I will grow a mustache and <laughs> it'll last for like three weeks to a month. And then my partner will be like, I, I hate this. This sucks. I don't like this. <laughs> and I, Allison, I tell him this too. Like, I mean, you would think like the two, I mean, you know, Stefan's two closest partners is his, real life partner and his podcast partner. Yeah. Both telling him your mustache sucks ass. Yeah. And the thing is with you is like, I do think pe some people will grow a mustache ironically. Sure. And they know they're growing it ironically. Like, yeah, I kind of look but like that was shit me at first. I, yeah. But now you'll grow it and you'll be like, I look good. Actually. But I think I, I look good. So I think that could be like, maybe like some form of like Stockholm syndrome with my mustache. Right. Where I'm just like, I've tricked myself into thinking that, that it looks good and that, and that I like it. But I do like it, and I think it does look good. And producer Dan you, likes it, and I value his opinion. I, I saw his hand earlier. Yeah. It seemed trustworthy. Are trustworthy. you in the process of growing it again? Because you have like a little bit of a this, mustache this is, I just Yeah, this is one, this is one day. So, uh, yes, I am. Thank you for noticing. I am. Because <laughs> I'm getting... Because, Allison, don't encourage no, 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 him, please. I, I am because I, I, got a, I ordered a new pair of glasses online. And they're getting here uh, this upcoming week. And I kind of want to see how they look with the glass, uh, with, you know, the mustache <laughs> of the glasses. Oh, I think God. it'll be good. You're, maybe, maybe you'll see it with the glasses and be like, okay, I get it now. This makes sense. To I me. don't understand how glasses are going to change my opinion of it. Cause it'll make it look cooler. They, Cause they go together, you know, is it like a cool seventies vibe you're trying to have a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I, here, here's what, here's how I read it, Allison, and this is okay. just you know, and I'm not not to drag you into this, but um, <laughs> that should have been the name of our show, <laughs> not to drag you into this, <laughs> yeah. But Stefan cannot grow any facial hair other than his mustache. But it's a, okay, but you admit that like it's a good, it's thick, it's thick. When he fir the first time he grew his mustache, it was 
it was bad. It was yeah. like what you're, it was like the equivalent of a Bluetooth all day. Like it was like, oh, a wow. just yeah. ra- it was ratty. It was not a good look. Very for patchy. Him. Yeah. Very patchy. Now I agree. It does come in very thick. It's like a real mustache. Yeah. But it's the, oh, he can't grow a beard. He can't, he doesn't have any other. So, yeah. you know, cause like I'm just a white guy with a beard and I have been now for like over a decade and it's just Congratulations. easy. Thank you. It's just easy. You just grow this beard and it's like, whatever. Now I look like every other guy. It, you don't even have to pay attention to whether I'm attractive or not. Yeah. So Stefan, I feel like that's your sort of like, this is all I can do. So I just have well, to do it sometimes. To tell the <laughs> to tell the truth, part of it. Yeah, that is part of it because I, I can grow like a five o'clock shadow, but it's like just like a goatee. So it'll yeah. just mm-hmm. be like this. And then there's like these empty patches right here. It looks On so it looks so stupid. And so if I, if I miss shaving for like a day, I have this really stupid looking five o'clock shadow. So part of the mustache is to draw attention away from whatever's going on down in the, in the lower hat, like below the mouth. I think that's my strategy mm. sort of is, is that you'll see the mustache. And if there is a little bit of a five o'clock shadow, it's sort of, it's overshadowed by the mustache. That's what I'm thinking. Does that make sense? Got at all? it. No, it does. It does. Oh, it does. Yes, okay. it does. Yeah. But I bet, but also you could just be clean shaven and then draw yeah. attention away from it all as well. But it's like the, the five o'clock shadow comes back like so fast for me and it's really, oh. it's really annoying. So like I have to, you know, I have to shave like twice a day. Well, you know what I'm considering? What? I'm so, so I, you shave have a neck my, beard. I shave my neck Yeah, because it gets, you my neck beard is, yes. You, oh, Okay. What I thought you did. It's very hairy right now. This is like two days. Okay, so you don't shave your neck. Then. Well, I do. I don't just don't shave it every day because I'm okay. getting to this. My neck is very sensitive. I can only shave like once a week, and oh, even when okay. I shave once a week, it still gets like lots of cuts. So what I'm debating is I'm debating getting laser hair removal on my neck. Wow, just oh, my neck wow. to keep oh it like really God. like tight, and then I never have to shave my neck. So you'll just have that line there too. Yes. Damn. You got to tell me how that is. I feel like. Almost all the women I know have done laser hair removal. I have not. Okay. Um, but I've been told that I would be like a perfect candidate for it because I'm fair and I have dark hair. Yes. So just like you. Yes. And so here's how this happened, Allison. My my partner Becca is cur- has been currently doing it. For, okay. Uh, and so she started with her armpits. And it went like really well. Does it, and it hurt was, at all? So she said it does hurt in the moment, but then it goes away like pretty quickly okay. after. So she was just like, I'll start with my armpits and I'll just, cause it's pretty cheap. If you just do your armpits, it's, so she's mm-hmm. like, I'll start there. We'll see how it you goes. You can just do one armpit as a test. If too. you wanted to, yeah. she did both. Okay. But so she does that and it like, you're you're supposed to get between. I like that you said she did both. Like she opted to do both. Yeah, she opted to do both. She was like, like you know she what? She chose the both package. Yeah, she was there like, was a special it. that day. She's like, fuck it, I'll do both. Yeah, yeah. So she did both. What and a kook! I know, crazy. And so she did both, and um, she said that. So you're supposed to. It's supposed to take like three to five sessions, but like after one session, it already had like basically worked. Wow. Like the other ones were just sort of follow-ups. And she's like, okay, well, I'll do my legs. So now she's in the process of getting her legs done and she's loving it. So she's eventually, I think she's just like, I'm just going to do my whole body. Like, I don't care. Wow. It's working out well. And so then I didn't even know. I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me as a guy to do it. And then she said that the, the laser hair removal person, I don't know what you call them. Technician. I don't know. I think technician. Yeah told her that like men will do their beards or their necks. And, and then Mm. Becca was like, Oh yeah. Like John's John cuts himself shaving all the time. His neck's very sensitive. So she brought the idea home to me. And then I was like, fuck, that sounds kind of cool actually. Yeah. I sort of want to be there for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Can I be there for it? Well, we talked about you getting stream our, it. Well, we did. Stefan and I did talk about getting our assholes waxed together as like a Patreon goal. Yeah. Yeah. So this could kind of be like that. Yeah. Sort of. This is a you're dipping a toe in the water, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I have got my asshole waxed before. Oh, you, that's yeah. right. Yeah, you, you did. Yeah. Yeah. For what was the occasion? Uh, well, uh, just, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to be spending a lot of time with my parents. I better get my ass waxed. Yeah. It's respectful. Uh, there was no real occasion. I just think that, um, you know, I just thought I would see how it would go. Yeah. Uh, it was like a big deal on the pod, though. We talked yeah, about it we for talked like about three it episodes in yeah. a row, I think. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, well, like, Allison, have you, you know, not, not to be personal, but have you done it before? Like, it doesn't hurt. I haven't. Oh, okay. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. It actually doesn't yeah. hurt that much. Like, I know for men, you can get, like, your balls waxed, which that, that sounds seems like, like it a, really hurt because they're going to be pulling. That sounds like a nightmare yeah. to me. But <sighs> your butt, it doesn't actually hurt that bad. I also feel like I just thought I would see how it would feel. I yeah. thought it just might have like a nice feel. I thought it might be nice for my partner. Just, you know, because I have, you know, I'm not, I'm a bit hairy. So I just thought, you know, maybe it'd be nice to just kind of smooth it all out. Might look better. Yeah. And, and did, did that come to pass? Yeah, I, li- <laughs> I liked it. I liked the feel of it. You know, I haven't done it since COVID because I was like, well, you know, I'm not about to put myself. I'm not about to put a potential COVID exposure on the line to wax my ass. Why not? But I've right. done it. I've done it like three times. Oh, you've done it three times. I think you just did the one time. No, I think three. Well, stuff is, you know, the world's opening up again, right? Yeah. Might so, be time to do it. Again. Uh, you should get, you should come with I'll me. come with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why did I Perfect. say that on the podcast? Yeah. yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Yeah. You might as well do it. I, yeah. You know what? Let's do it. And let's get Dan there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan I'll, should I'll do, do it too. too. Yeah, Dan. Dan. Yeah. yeah, I will not be participating in this. No, okay, Dan, well. come on, Dan. <laughs> I'll, I'll film it. How about that? Oh, I'm sure they'll love that at the, <laughs> at the waxing place. And a film <laughs> this guy. I mean, I don't want to do that either, but I would prefer that. Um, just back to the 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 Evian for a second. Um, yeah, what, let's get off the top. What are the them. What are the other flavors called? Are they Are they mm. just as stupid? Because good question. You, there are a couple other. Flavors. You've tried all the flavors, I think. Yeah, right? this one's the best one. This is the best one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, John has John is like obsessed with sparkling water uh, to the point that he has like terminology for. Oh, I love it. Uh, I think. Th- well, I don't. You didn't make it up, but you you have you have brought this term into my life and into the life of our listeners, uh, and that is that like a sparkling water that has sugar in it, but still kind mm-hmm. of markets itself as like a healthy sparkling water. That is known as a snake. Is that right? Oh. Yeah. Snake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, what I drink almost exclusively, because I don't like plain water, although I'm trying to drink more of it, um, I drink these. I'm wondering if if I drink snakes. This is cherry limeade, clear American, and it's zero calories, zero sugar, zero caffeine, zero sodium, but it does have artificial sweetener in it. Yeah, that would be a snake. Is that a snake? Yeah, that would be a snake. Oh, my God. I drink snakes. So, I mean- <clears throat> the the fact that it's an, a zero calorie sweetener kind of puts it on the edge of being a snake. Yeah. But yes. And it, I, I will say snake, it's almost exclusively because this is all not to, you know, whatever. This is all I'm in a Facebook group called <laughs> now fizzing 
and oh my god it's literally just pe- it, it's honestly one of the more wholesome facebook groups you could ever be in allison it's literally just people posting pictures of themselves drinking seltzer and they just write hashtag now fizzing and it's just like a picture of themselves <laughs> drinking the, the seltzer and they'll like people will compare from like different parts of the world like oh we have this seltzer now or oh i got this you know or whatever and so it's almost exclusively done in emojis so you'll put the snake emoji and then you don't say like i'm drinking a snake you'll just say mm. hashtag now fizzing snake emoji oh my god and the other one the other one is a ghost What's a ghost? Um, well, I think I've talked about it before. I think it, maybe a long time Allison, ago. Allison, do you yeah. want to guess what you think a ghost might be uh, in relation I to seltzer? A, yeah, I think it's when there's not a lot of bubbles, maybe. Oh, good guess. Is it no flavor? It's no flavor, yeah. So if oh. you drink like a pla- just a plain sparkling water, okay. that's a ghost. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've had some ghosts in my time. <laughs> I, I feel like something I see on social media not to ruin your show by talking about what your show's about is <laughs> no, please do do that. People talking about like, I'm addicted to LaCroix. I just put down, put away, you know, 12 LaCroix, LaCroix crayons, cans back on the LaCroix train. Da, da, da. And um, for the life of me, I cannot get addicted to something that tastes like that. It's fine. <laughs> if someone gives it to me, it's, I appreciate that it's got yeah. a hint of flavor, but um, I don't know. I, I, I can't, like pound those at all there are some there's some new flavors or they're new to canada at least i think they've been in the u.s for a while yeah but the best flavor by far of, of any Lacroix is the hibiscus oh i haven't tried that one it's, it's good it's it's good i think you might like that one it has it has i think the most flavor of any Lacroix. I there was say. one that was especially gross but i think it had a good smell and maybe it was pomegranate Oh, I don't know if I've tried that. I think Maybe the pomegranate not, I one's might be okay, wrong. but I don't remember. But yeah, I think, Allison, what it is, is that I, I think anyway, for those people, because I, I agree with you, like I putting away 12 of any carbonated yeah. beverage seems insane to me. Although oh, I, I guess, could put I could do 12 snakes. Yeah, you could. OK, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I say that and then like I didn't I don't drink. So in university, I drank like pop exclusively mm-hmm. and like i can remember like i would regularly drink like two liters of pop in a night like i would just have a two liter bottle of i would pop. i would feel worse after that than like for than sure like for beers. sure i mean i was 19 or 20 whatever is fine but um but yeah i think part of it is people do use it as like a drinking replacement you know right. like that's kind of their like oh i'm yeah. trying to drink less or you know whatever so then they'll drink the same amount that yeah they would so then they're, beer. exactly they're like okay well i would normally drink six beers and then Lacroix have no there's nothing bad in it for me so i mm-hmm. could drink double I think, I think that's me i had five spark mouth yesterday okay that's a lot is that a lot that's a lot to me throughout the day i have one a day that's usually. insane oh and you're the and you're the sparkling water guy yeah, you should. Well, wow. I I have one kombucha yeah. and one sparkling water a day, and then the rest of the day I drink water usually. God, I can't do kombucha. I no? do not. It's not my thing. No. And we have a segment sometimes on my show called Snack Chat, and my friend Dave, his uh, his partner makes homemade kombucha. Oh, nice. We brought that in and we tasted it, and uh, I mean, it was like it was okay, but I still wouldn't reach for it. Is that the only exposure to kombucha you've had? Have you ever had like a store-bought one? Yes. Okay. I've also had a store-bought one and that also I didn't particularly like. Okay, that's fair. Because I was going to say it's like... the funk. The funk sure. that I yeah. can't get past. That's fair. I understand that. I, I think... Is that, homemade, is that from the SCOBY? Is that what it's called? The SCOBY, yeah. Yeah, I know some kombucha terms. You do. That that's the good. only one I know. SCOBY is actually a, an acronym. 
Right, I think you've I told me this. Symbiotic culture of bacterial yeast. Oh, they use, so they're using of in the acronym. Yeah. That's fucking insane. So you can't do that. Here's what I learned, mm-hmm. Stefan, about the Evian to go back to yes. that. Yes. Okay. What are the other flavors? In, so the other flavors are grapefruit and basil, lime and ginger, cucumber and mint. Although I've never seen cucumber and mint in Canada because I would probably get that if they if I saw it. Okay. Uh, what are they called? In though? the USA. Yeah. Fun fact. They're actually not called ignite your mind. Oh. They're called feed your mind. Feed your mind. Yeah. Okay. I wonder why. I Yeah. Why there's a difference. I don't know. But they're all just called that. They're all called feed your mind. They don't have a different oh. name for every flavor. Are, so are these all just called ignite your mind then in the, Canada? Yeah. So in Canada, they're all called ignite your With mind. With just different flavors. Okay. It does actually say uh, usage three cans maximum daily. So... <laughs> I think well, I, I wonder. I had four of these when I bought them in one day, and I felt really bad the next day. So I think I'm starting to. Fi- I, I didn't expect well, to look for a, a warning label on a on a spark. Well, water. but again, I think it's the whole thing where because it has like the ginseng and the minerals, and the minerals in it, it's like don't right. over mineralize or whatever. Right. Else. Right. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I, I brought this up a few episodes ago, but it does sort of remind me of the time where I was like, I'm going to get into taking vitamins and being healthy. And then I just ate a bunch of vitamins on an empty stomach and, oh God. and just was like sick for like two days. And I was like, oh, I've, and then I think the conclusion I came to is that vitamins were bad for me. So I've just like, <laughs> yeah, maybe the wrong lesson to take from it. But uh, yeah, you know, I've grown up since then, I think. Now that you have young kids, Allison, are you getting into the chewable vitamin game? Because I feel like if I had kids that were taking like gummy or like Flintstone vitamins, I would just want to have them because they taste good. They do taste good. I've been in the chewable vitamin game for a while now nice. because like Stefan, St- I'm sorry. I can't believe I'm doing this this far into the show. Stefan or Stefan? It is Stefan. You got to write the first You got to write the first okay. That's very good. Yeah. I doubt, why did I doubt myself? No, it's, it's okay. Um, <laughs> like Stefan, I also have experienced the uh, hardcore vitamin on an empty stomach gut pain oh. and I'm just... So I find that uh, the chewable Flintstones are the ones that I can tolerate. I could probably maybe you take like an actual adult vitamin. Yeah. But the reason that I needed to take it wait, when I started was because I needed the iron and the chewables actually have iron in them. And I've just stuck with it ever since. I think during pregnancy, I did take a, a more fancy prenatal. But um, yeah, I find the chewables are, are they're the ones that I'll actually take every day. So I just Damn. stick with it. I'm actually jealous. I feel like you I should. You can do it too. Yeah, I know I can. Yeah. I know, but just like saying like it. Centrum, right? Well, that's what I, I had the same experience where I didn't get super sick, but I started taking like a Centrum every day. And I was like, God, like around 10 a.m. every day, I, my stomach feels like it has rocks mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> and and I was, was like, oh, right. I'm because I started taking this vitamin and it feels like shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Maybe the Flintstones is just Chewable. a nice. I just got to do it. Yeah. The uh, you mentioned drinking pop. In, yeah. in college and drinking a two liter. I don't know if I've told the story on, on the show before. It's not really a story. It's more of an anecdote, but I had, uh, isn't that the same thing? Fuck you. I, <laughs> I knew a guy, uh, in, in high school. I'm not, I don't want to tell this. It's not, not so much a story as it is a tale. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I knew a guy in high school who drank so much pop and he, uh, once called Domino's pizza to be like, Oh, can I, can I order like one? two liter of like, of like Coke. And they were like, no, well, there's like a delivery, like minimum. And then he's like, oh, okay. Can I order four of them? <laughs> and so he got four, two liters of like Pepsi or whatever 
just delivered. So that was like Postmates before Postmates. I guess essentially. He was yeah. like calling this was in like 2006 or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Shit. Yeah. The most I ever drank in one night was of pop. Of pop. Yeah. Was 5.2 liters. That's so much. What did your teeth feel like the next day? I don't remember. I mean, just awful. Right? Well, like, I, okay. Here's what I'll say. One time, uh, when I was in grade 12, we went on a camping trip for, with my geography class. We did a field study up in the mountains okay. in Vancouver here. So we which, went on which a mountain Garibaldi. Very nice. So we went on a three night camping trip and me and another guy just decided that we weren't going to bring a toothbrush. Just <laughs> like, cause you're in grade 12. You're like, whatever. <laughs> cause our teacher made this like big speech about like, Oh, you want to make sure your backpack's not too heavy. Cause of course none of us have ever like, like it was a serious hike. Like yeah. we, it was like right. a seven and a half kilometer hike up a mountain. Like it was serious. So, you know, he was really coaching was it cold us. or was it kind of in like the spring? It summer? was in September. So okay, it wasn't yeah, too yeah. bad, but he, so he was really coaching us, like make sure like weigh your bag. You don't want your bag to be over 20 pounds, blah, blah, blah. So we, we took that to mean, Hey, let's get rid of our one ounce toothbrush. <laughs> So we didn't bring a toothbrush for three days. Oh. And then that, oh. that is what I would say my mouth felt like the morning after, after pop. drinking the pot. Yeah, just very yeah. fuzzy. Well, so it, it, it all kind of happened organically because I was playing I was playing poker with some buddies in, in, a, in a dorm at like four in the afternoon before sure. a party. And so I just drank like two 600 milliliter bottles of of Coke. Okay. Um, that's sort of like the single serving size. Also, I want to say that's like eight fluid ounces. That's like the eight fluid okay. ounce bottle. Yeah. So thank drank- you. Yeah. My metric conversion is. Uh, it's, okay. it's okay. A lot of our listeners are American too. So I figure I'll help them out. So, so there's, so I drank two of those. This is just Coke, just Coke. Okay. And then when I went to a house party, I used to often, I would do one, two liter of Coke and one, two liter of mellow yellow. That was like my mm. go-to. That was your party of, mix? Yeah, that was my party mix. Cause I'd like, <laughs> Dan I just, is just losing it over here. Well, Dan drinks like three energy drinks a day. That's true. He actually, hadn't yeah. had a glass of water in six months. Oh yeah. Actually, so let's, like, let's do a quick check-in. Dan, when's the last time you had a glass of water? like three days ago. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, okay. That's not bad. That's actually, actually pretty, that's good pretty good for Dan. For Dan. Yeah. It's pretty good. But yeah. So I, uh, yeah. So I, I normally I would kind of drink you mix like them. You do the small no, water, but I would just do like, you know, I'd sort of drink half of the Coke one and then maybe half of the mellow yellow. And okay. I'd never drink the whole thing. I don't know what happened that night. I don't know what got into you me. You got a little but crazy. I got a little crazy <laughs> and I downed them both. You did Edward 40 hands, but with pop. But with pop. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh Was it just God. like nonstop burping? Oh, probably. I mean, I don't even remember, but yeah, that's. I mean, it's accurate. such a crazy night. How could you remember it? You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely was like a pretty big loser at the time. Like, I don't feel like it would have been like. I don't think women like hooking up or what probably wasn't. That was not on my, the table. That was not on the table. Yeah. So I wasn't like super worried about burping. What a lot was on or the whatever. table? Like a bunch of board games. <laughs> It was a fucking party. It wasn't like, I mean, geez. anyway. Sorry. I set really... myself up for that joke by bringing up the table, you know? No, that was good. Yeah. No, it was a good, yeah. good setup. Sort of a self alley oop, but that's fine. Hey. You're allowed to do that once in a while. NBA players do it. They'll throw it, it off the cool backboard. It looks cool when they do themselves. it, too. Yeah. So, yeah. That was fine. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Anyway, so that's. Uh, Allison, are you, were you ever a soda drinker? Did you ever get so into diet it. soda yeah yeah mm-hmm. i diet coke i think was my first love sure and then i was a super cool kid who had clear braces in high school yeah you Ooh. did and the rubber bands around the brackets so the braces themselves were didn't stain but the rubber bands did so diet coke would stain them 
like tan, like just dingy. So I I made a switch, a pivotal switch to diet seven up. Ah, which I still love. I don't drink it a ton because I found my snake sodas, but, um, yeah. So restaurants typically usually have diet Coke. So I, if, if I, if I have to, I will accept that or a diet Pepsi or a Coke zero actually, or, or Pepsi. I like the Coke zero. I'm a big Coke fan Zero of the Coke Zero. Coke Zero is good. Yeah. 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 Um, but in general, I do prefer a clear diet soda. So I'll go diet seven up. I also Smart. enjoy Fresca. Yeah. I like Fresca. Fresca flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? What else do I like? I love Mellow Yellow. Like I'm so pissed they got rid of it. At least in, can- in Canada. Well, we they don't have it up here at all. I, f- I don't even what remember what flavor was it. Mellow Yellow is kind well, of it was like, like Mountain Dew. It's like right? Mountain Dew, but more oh. but more citrus. I would say like yeah. more citrus forward. It's almost like Mountain Dew and Sprite, kind of. Yeah. And then they mm. used to do like Mellow Yellow Slurpees, which like that was my absolute oh my go to. Loved that. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes I, if I was really getting going, I'd kick off the night with a mellow yellow. <laughs> oh my God. And just, get, yeah, and just control. Get yeah. That was like a once I, in a year thing. Kind of. If I had yeah. to pull an all nighter in school, I would sometimes in addition to coffee, drink diet, Dr. Pepper, because everyone always said that had more caffeine. I don't know if that's true. Dr. Pepper's delicious. So, I mean, there's yeah. also that. That's John, a good. John got very mad at me. I mean, we'll move on to the our first official segment very soon but and get out of the pop talk. But John got very mad at me because when the movie theaters opened up uh, uh, back up up here like a month ago, uh, the first thing oh, I got. Don't, don't make Allison listen to well, this. Well, it's like the Coke freestyle machine. Is it an anecdote or a story? Well, <laughs> I think it's more of a story. Uh, okay. the, the first, the first thing I got, I mean, I got the popcorn, but then I got at the Coke freestyle machine, I got vanilla Coke zero, which I think is fine. It's like inoffensive. I think that's okay. Yeah. No. But yeah. He, he got so mad What's at me. Wrong? I think Why? Beca- because it was Coke zero, I think. Yeah. Cause he I doesn't respect it. diet, diet drinks. I don't think cause you're, you oh. like actual like yeah. root beer and like Fuck me up. cola and Fuck stuff. Fuck me up and, pop. Yeah. yeah. You, you have like, <laughs> you have like craft, you have like craft Coke or craft cola in your, uh, in your fridge there. I, well, so we, we have, um, Allison in Canada, we, we have certain convenience stores that will import American sodas up here because mm. we can't get them. And uh, listener of the show, and he's done some graphic design work for us as well, Jack, always talks about cheer wine. Oh, which I've yeah. never I've never had cheer wine before. It's like a cherry flavored pop. I think is it like a Midwest thing. I think it's a Midwest thing. That's what we say in Canada. If we, we don't understand assume, something, yeah. in it's the a States, Midwest. That's thing. probably a Midwest yeah. thing. I don't. I think you, we say that here too. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to tell, ask me what the Midwest states are, I don't even fucking know. But like, we're like, yeah, it's a Midwest. It's like Illinois, right? And like Kansas, is Ohio, and shit like Kansas, that. Ohio. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So he talks about how good cheer wine is. Right. So I'm like, so I was like, I got, I've never had it before. So I bought a cheer wine. So that's what's in there. Oh, that's what's in there. Yeah, okay. It's a cheer wine. Yeah. But I do like like a craft cola. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Fuck me up pop. As yeah. I said, and Allison, uh, you Not are me. right. Ma- Dr. Pepper does have more caffeine than Coke. Uh, Dr. Oh. Pepper has 42.6 milligrams and Coke has 33.9. Wow. Interesting. There you go. So okay. There you go. Learning something. So- how about the now fizzing community? Do they not respect diet drinks either? Well, they don't talk about pop. It's a, it's strictly a seltzer based oh, community, right? Because pop Got isn't it. technically a snake because it doesn't it doesn't uh, deign to be uh, a sparkling water. Exactly. Right? That's yeah. the problem. That's that's the whole thing about a snake is like it's pretending yeah. to be a sparkling yeah. water. It's clear. It's like it feels. This like is a- called 
flavored sparkling water beverage with other natural flavors. I will say, Allison, just so just so you know, (laughs) snake is not necessarily derogatory. Like I like a good snake as well. Like Spindrift is very good. Um, oh, that's and, and, a, oh, because it has a tiny bit of juice in it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So Spindrift like, it's not. I love yeah. It. People saying like snake. It's not like it's not that. It's not like oh, you drink a snake. You 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 know. It's just yeah. Because for me, I think I have a little bit of trauma around this this casual use of snake because <laughs> I remember there. Elizabeth Warren versus Bernie at some point. And I tweeted something about, I liked Elizabeth Warren a lot and I tweet something about her and then just all the snake emojis that people were fast and furiously tweeting at me. It was very unpleasant. Yeah. That makes sense. Were they, did, did you like talk about uh, sparkling water with sugar in it as well around the same time? (laughs) Yeah. And it was very hard to tell who's the Bernie bros and who were the the sparkling water fan. Well, Allison, we call ourselves the fizz fam. So uh, is that is that true? Yeah, I have a. That's my pin. Have you not seen my uh, what? Yeah, our friend uh, Jessica Sands designed. Oh, that's right. Designed this pin. Yes. And it's, yeah, it says Fizz Fam on it, and it's like a. That's Allison, you can't see it, but it's like no. it's like a little fizzy bottle, bottle and it's got a bunch bubbles. of like little effervescent bubbles around it. Wow. Uh, that's so that's adorable. Cute. Yeah. Now, is this pin available to all the people in your Facebook group? It is. Yeah. How many people are in this group? That's a good question. I want to say it's around 5,000. Let me look. Okay. Oh it's pretty God. exclusive. It, I mean, you know, you do you do have to be invited into it. Yeah. It was uh, like 15,000, then you kicked out all the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> right? It's got 3,400 members. Okay. Uh, so and then this is, this is the... Uh, do you want me to read the description yes, of the group? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, here we go. This is where we post pictures of the seltzers we are drinking, and if we're feeling especially bold, where we are drinking them. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Also, hot seltzer news as it happens. Okay, what's the? I love it. What's the most recent hot seltzer? This is news? well. I I'm guessing what it is is so Polar is a very popular seltzer brand in the United States, mm. and they do a lot of like boutique flavors. They're sort of one mm. of the ones that like they do seasonal flavors and stuff. So yeah. I believe that's I the sort of spice. Correct. That's the sort of news and question I would guess okay. is people being like, a oh, new look flavor at the, being announced. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I can read you the most recent post. Please do. Okay. I'm on my first beach plum, and I really had my hopes up, but it doesn't taste like plum. I can't figure out what it does taste like or whether I or not I like it. Can anyone better describe this flavor? What's the what's the brand? Um, I think it's I think it's the seltzer itself is called Beach Plum. Beach I think. Plum. Or it might be oh. a maybe it's a polar. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh no, it it's LaCroix. Oh yeah. wow. It is okay. a LaCroix. There you uh, go. Yeah. Someone just wrote, it tastes like the color purple to me. <laughs> All right. Oh, this now this is a great speaking of COVID and we'll get to our social media updates right after this. <laughs> this is a great this is actually a really good one. OK, uh, this is from Ty. I lost my smell and taste to break through COVID. And now every seltzer in my fridge has turned into a ghost. No. Sad emoji. Oh, that's tragic. Oh boy. I know. <sighs> Isn't that tragic? Wow. Speaking Unreal. of tragedies, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Allison, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Well, I have been just nonstop scrolling. I'm pretty much addicted to social media. 
And I can tell how anxious I'm feeling by like what the level of my addiction is. And it's to the point now where if I'm watching a show, I'm also on my phone. Like I just can't put it down. I cannot break the the thing. I don't know. It's so it's um it's not making me feel good. But I tweeted recently about um we had a COVID scare. So we have not had COVID. My husband and I are vaccinated. My kids are foreign too, so they aren't. Um and we had what is termed secondary exposure. So someone was at our house uh, and then she got home and it tur- she found out that the, someone she had been with the night before tested positive. Right. right. Um, so we were, and I don't know how it is in Canada, but right now the Delta variant is like really, there's, uh, each day I hear of more and more yeah. vaccinated it's, people. It's who becoming are a problem it. for us too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause like before we started, I was saying that, um, I had switched back to in-person recordings and I really felt like life was getting back to normal. I was not afraid to see people. We were eating and we hadn't, I hadn't eaten inside at a restaurant, but i I felt like that's where it was headed yeah. and like life was kind of returning to normal. And then now I'm freaked out again. But so anyway, I tweeted about, um, how my family is in the midst of this COVID scare. And I forget what else I said, but I shared that, you know, some, Often I ha- times I have compassion for the unvaccinated, but right now I'm just really pissed. And it was like a three tweet thread. Um, and then lots of people responded to that. But it served a little bit as like a dog whistle to anti-vaxxers or people that wouldn't consider themselves anti-vaxxers. Hey, they're just asking the question, man. Yeah. So then... I always start out in a sane way of like, I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to respond. And then like three hours later, I'm like in a, you know, huge back and forth response with (laughs) someone who like the new thing is this concern among, I think the anti-vaxxers that, um, that the, somehow the vaccine is creating mutations, which is not exactly true. Yeah. So so they're cl- so that all this back and forth and that's that's brought stress upon me. So that's when what's going on with my social media. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's exhausting. Like any I mean my update is also it's maybe like a funnier anti-vax thing that's going on, but you'll see that in the replies to anything about the vaccine, any news story, and it's always you'll you'll notice it's it's like, "Oh, you know, I'm like I'm like an independent guy, you know. I don't I don't like <laughs> right. the left or the right." And then you go to their profile and it's just all retweets of like Newsmax and like yeah. OAN and all that. And right. so it's, it's very funny, but like, just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've brought this up a few times, but my Twitter feed now is just basically entirely pictures of my cat because mm-hmm. like, I don't, I'll, I'll put even like a relatively like inoffensive opinion out there and just be like, Oh yeah. I don't like when people reply to me or say things to me, what am I doing? Yeah. I mean, I, sh- I, Every now and then I sort of go back on what I had decided and I do post something that I know might chum the waters and become annoying to me. And I do it anyway. So that's what that was. I think one of the tweets was like, if you're not vaccinated, please get vaccinated. And it's like, whose mind am I even changing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Uh, well, and I know what you're talking. Like, I think it it definitely happens to me too. And and I mean, you know, you post way more opinions than I do. Oh, I love to post opinions, but I I just mean like, you know, both of you have way more followers than me. So I might be a little bit more, you know, when I share an opinion and people clap back at me, it's not usually that many people or whatever, but I will say like, I, I hear what you're saying, Allison, where like you, you, 
sometimes I'll post an opinion and I'll be like, I know people will disagree with me, but I'm not going to engage. I, I'm mm-hmm. just posting this because I want to post it and that's it. But yeah. then uh, there always is that like breaking point where it's like a certain number of people say mm-hmm. the thing to you. And then eventually you're like, oh, OK, I have to say something now. Or they just like someone just manages to phrase a reply in like the yes. perfect way that yeah. pushes your <laughs> buttons. And you're like, yes. this person doesn't even know me, but they just pushed my button, my one button. They didn't even know they were doing it. But now yeah. I, and th- and then, like you said, then you're just in it and yeah. then you can't. Right. Get, you can't get out. Yeah. Right. Right. Because I had quote tweeted this person who was just like spewing misinformation and I quote tweeted and corrected it. And then my friend was like, block this troll. It's not worth it. And I was like, I know, but I got sucked in. And then she said, um, she's like, I know I do it too, but he's trying to use your platform to promote, you know, anti-science. And I was like, oh, she's right. Because then I looked today and like, there's, he did, or I I guess it's my fault, actually. Like I allowed him to then reach other people who want this misinformation too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw today he had posted like some screenshots of I don't even know what in a thread that I'm still on. And then someone else, some a freedom loving patriot who's neither left nor right was like, I'm going to like, thanks for this info. I'll make sure it gets disseminated. Like, Yeah. Like I've tried to just like stop quote tweeting. It was like back in like 2014, 2015. It was very fun to do. And then you realize like, oh, you're just like giving them a way bigger audience. I know. And the thing is, like, I know this. I know this. I know this. And then I take the bait. It's Here's so, the thing. You it's just so have to have, to. I don't even have 10,000 followers. So that's the yeah, that's, that's how you the get by it. it. You just go, well, I don't just even don't have, have enough followers. followers. So I, just, yeah. I can just, right. I yeah. can let this person go. No, I don't. I don't. I try not to quote tweet people either. But yeah. it's, yeah, it, it definitely, it, I mean, if I'm tweeting opinions, it's never about something like this. Like, it's about sports. Or, or like, like new metal. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. You've had a big week with new metal. It's been a big, it's been a big week for new metal this week. Yeah. It's been huge. I think the quote tweet thing comes from, okay, if I just respond to the person, then I am really engaging with a, you know, someone who's like a pretty much a troll and I'm not going to do that. But if I quote tweet it, then I'm like sharing this somehow, like sharing this with everyone. And then it, it's like, a way to justify spending time on someone, but you're, but you're right. It's very yeah. dumb. Yeah. I hear what you're I want to know what's happening with new metal. Well, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, Allison, where do we, start? I mean, Fred Durst, his new, Fred Durst, oh, yeah, his, his new, new look. look. Yeah. He looks great. Uh, he looks good. Uh, it feels like, so Allison, to give you some context, um, I host a new metal podcast. Uh, it's called the POD cast. And uh, it's myself and and our good friend, Brian Quinby. And we review a classic new metal album uh, just once a month. It's just like a side project for both of us. Very fun. And uh, yeah, so whenever anything happens in new metal, then I get tagged in in it and people are very excited to show it to me. So it's just been a big week with the Woodstock 99 documentary. um, And then the sort of resurgence of it it feels like for all of new metal, not to get too far in the weeds, but (laughs) Limp Bizkit of all the new metal bands has gotten like the least respect. Like it's Mm -hmm. like, I think uh, all the other new metal bands, people have come around on all of them, but Limp Bizkit remained this sort of pariah of, you know, what a shitty band they fucking sucked this and that. And so it feels like for some reason, I think it's like a combo of Fred Durst's new look. They're actually touring. Now they're playing Lollapalooza. They finally 
entered into that like cycle of discourse where people are like, you know what? Limp Biscuit was kind of cool, actually. Like they finally made it. And so that's mm, like a big week. Very proud of them. It's a big week for me, someone who has never stopped loving Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, I'm someone who'd never started loving Limp Bizkit. And that's totally fair. There are lots of people who never love Limp Bizkit, and I totally get it. I'm not here to try to change your mind on Limp Because <laughs> that's the thing. It's sure. not like there's, you're not going to change someone's mind on Limp Bizkit, you know? Like, I feel like Radiohead or Arcade Fire or, like you know, like, res- like respectable bands yeah. that are making unique and interesting music. You can sell people on. It's like, Oh, you've only heard like four songs by Radiohead. Okay. Well I can show you these like seven other songs that might make you like them. Like with Limp Bizkit, it's just, you, you know, everything about them. There's not, there's nothing to hide. It's not like I could be like, no, but have you heard these like deep cuts They're on their ballads. album? It's like, no, they sound yeah. like the singles. It's, yeah. uh, it's all the same. <laughs> so I'm not going to try to sell anybody on Limp Biscuit, but it is fun to just see people being like, even if they didn't like them to just sort of say like, oh, this is kind of fun. They're having a bit of a moment. Fred's wearing a wig. It's all very fun. And yeah. Fun. And games. He looks good. I think he yeah. looks great. He's a, he's a sexy guy. That Fred, um, Stefan, what's going on in your social media? So I have a video and, uh, you should be able to hear this. Uh, okay. I believe, uh, it, Dan's got it set up. And this is uh, a CNN interview with, uh, I mean, this, it just gets off the rails so fast. And again, this, this goes back to the quote tweeting thing. Chris Cuomo probably shouldn't have had this guy on his show to begin with because this guy is a Huntington Beach restaurant owner. Uh, his name is Tony Roman. And he looks and sounds exactly like you would expect. And his whole thing is he will only let people into his restaurant if they have proof that they are unvaccinated. Cool. Uh, so he's Which like, you can't even prove. No, it's very stupid. But he, he, he says no masks in my restaurant. You can't be vaccinated and come in here. You have to be unvaccinated. Uh, so again, first of all, why even bring him on TV? But it's such it, a weird policy too, because there are people who are not vaccinated thinking to themselves like, finally, I mean, finally, there's a restaurant. Yes, I mean, I guess they so, are. Yeah. Yes, they are. So crazy. It's very stupid. Uh, I, so, uh, yeah, first of all, don't bring this guy on, on your show in the first place. But it did result in a very funny and completely insane interview. And it's two minutes long. And we're going to listen to it right now. Uh, you really don't want people to not get vaccinated so they can come to your restaurant. That's a good, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, you're a smart guy. It's an IQ test. And like I say, say to people when they ask me, if they're so blinded uh, with, you know, with their rage and their hate, I tell them, you know what, if you just don't understand it, uh, maybe we should put up a sign up that says you're too stupid to come into the restaurant. I mean, it's very simple. Just like you said, I think you figured it out. Am I right? I don't even know what you're saying right now. <laughs> I'm saying we're making a point. <laughs> and so you answered the question. He sounds like so our friend Drill. Yes, he, he actually does. does. Family's been vaccinated. If I answer that, are you, you going to answer that when I ask you? Yeah, sure. Ask me whatever you want. Now answer my question. Uh, I'm not vaccinated. Are you? I'm, I am. How about your your parents, uh, your your wife, your kids? You were hesitant. <laughs> no, I got vaccinated. I'm going to I'm going to ask you the same. I'm going to ask you the same thing. Right? Yeah, go ahead. Are your, no. Is your family? <laughs> yes. See what you're not getting. What you're not getting. You're, you're, you're failing the IQ test. What you're not getting, which I expected. Uh, what you're not getting is that uh, this is not this is not an anti-vaccine stand. It's a pro-freedom stand. That's what you're not getting. Ah. Uh, what is the difference when you are ignoring 
the science that suggests that if you get vaccinated, you protect yourself, you protect the people around you, and you help us get out of this pandemic a little bit faster. So what's next then? Are we all going to lock ourselves in our homes uh, uh, whenever there's a, what, a flu outbreak or, or there's an outbreak of a cold, a common cold? Are we going to lock ourselves in, inside our homes and wear a moon suit? I mean, where does it... A moon suit! It ends with you getting the vaccine. <laughs> Virus doesn't keep record, does it? I gave you a chance to make the case. I wish you well. I hope your family stays safe. I made my case. You didn't have much to say. You didn't have much to say. So <laughs> Honestly, you sound like an idiot, so there's not much to say. But, Tony, good luck with it. See you. And so do you. Yeah. I, only for having you on the show. That was my only mistake. <laughs> It was. Wow. I mean, that was, yeah. he lost it. Yeah. For like a CNN reporter, that's like losing it I at think, the end there. That was so, nice. So, uh, Allison, you don't have the video in front of you, but he's just like in the middle of his restaurant. I mean, yeah. you could hear like the plates, the clinking. plates like clinking and stuff too, but he looks, I mean, he looks like a mob guy getting grilled by the FBI. Yeah. Like he was so sweaty yeah. and he couldn't look at, he wasn't looking up at the camera. He was looking down the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, it was very much a like, uh, so do you, uh, do you have guns? I don't know. Let me ask you the same question. You got guns? Just very, yeah, (laughs) just totally insane. But I've heard that about Huntington Beach, that it's very. Well, Tito Ortiz was the mayor. That's right. No, he was the mayor pro Pro tem, tem, which is the mayor in the absence of the the real mayor. God, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have a more. Huntington. I I grew up in Orange County, California, and that's where Huntington Beach is. And Huntington Beach, that's like the. there's probably a lot of people who look like what Fred Durst used to look like and they would have truck nuts. Like Huntington Beach is known for being like very bro-y. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Truck nut central. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love um, that. You have a maybe a more positive yes. social media update. This is very quick. Okay. This is a very quick social media update. Just fun. Okay. Just a fun time. Uh, this was pointed out by Roger Sherman on Twitter. Uh, so as a lot of you know, the Olympics are going on right now and uh, there is a player on the Dutch field hockey team. Yeah. And his name is Sevi Van Ass. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's great. That's great. Yeah. That's, Isn't that great? Yeah. Is and it just spelled V-A-N-A-S-S? You got it. Van, but it's like, it. it's like separated. Yeah. So, so it's, it's like, like yeah. Van, Van Helsing. Yeah. Van, Van, Van Ass. Van Ass. And so yeah. the back of his, his jersey says. And it is, it says Van Ass yeah. on the back of his jersey. Oh, you should get one. I should. And the just, even their Wikipedia is beautiful. Severiano Seve Boris Van Ass. What a name. Is a Dutch field hockey player who plays as a midfielder for HGC and the Dutch national team. He is the son of Dutch field hockey coach Paul Van Ass. I've, I've heard the name Paul Van Ass before and I, I wasn't sure if they were related or not, yeah. but now we know. Yeah. Van Ass. Wow, the Van wow. Ass field hockey dynasty. Isn't that beautiful? The family pride to like refuse to just close up that space because he could just change it to Van Ass. Yeah. 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 That seems like a pretty pretty easy fix but yep no i respect it seve van ass what a great name a great name like a it. great family and uh yeah that's really all i have there's no there's beautiful. no real other story to that no. sometimes it's just that's short and sweet and yep. beautiful and uh speaking of beautiful things let's move on to our block tale what did you tweet you brought receipts block tale woo no longer can see that post. It's a block tail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. Okay, so Allison, uh, one thing I will say before we get into your block tail, I did respect that when you and I were emailing uh, back and forth about you doing the show, you're like, well, 
I'm concerned because I don't want to give like floor time to uh, like annoying people, which we were just talking mm. about, you know, yeah. piece of shit yeah. people, which is cool, you know. So I'm so you know where where did you decide to go with your with your block tail here? I went so another thing, and I'm wondering if this happens with a lot of people in general. I'll just like block or mute someone and then completely forget about them. That's yes. the goal yeah. in blocking yep. or muting them. So then do you have people who have trouble thinking of them? Because I have a segment on my show that I don't do that often, but it has like a great song. So I like the song. So I just, it's called Deleted Tweets and it's tweets you thought of sending but decided not to. Smart. Oh. Okay. Um, but, the, but it's hard the, to do because if you deleted yes. the tweet, yeah. chances right. are people good don't you, quite you wanted remember. to forget it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, So I sort of had trouble thinking of all, you know, uh, but there's one that stuck out and and that I think of often. Perfect. Uh, That's the kind of the goal of the show is like, yeah, especially people like you that have a bigger public profile. Yes. Like I think in a lot of cases you do just block people. It's just like someone with 40 followers tweet something offensive at you. You're like, this person's deranged block. And then, yeah, you literally never think about them again. And so I think that's sort of the point of our show is like who or what happened that was like so heinous that the block like actually sticks out in your brain. And that could be either the thing was heinous or the person is just like really famous. So then it's like, oh, they're like a famous person and I I blocked them or they blocked me. And you remember it because they're so well known. Right. No, I don't have that. That's totally fine. Um, This one is it like it was it wasn't a, a big, long, drawn out back and forth or anything. It was real fast, but it just really annoyed me. So this was on Instagram and I had gotten a manicure that day and uh, I posted it and I said, important alert. Did I say this on Instagram? It's on Instagram. Yeah. I've temporarily changed my nail shape from round to square rounded. Not sure how I feel about it yet. Parentheses. Yes, that's a towel bar across the sink. It's since been installed. Hashtag mod about you pastel. That was the name of the color. And then hashtag gel manicure. So then most people just, uh, sorry, hang on one. What is happening here? Most people just responded saying, their nail shape but as you do yes it's surprise nail posts do well on instagram yeah of course but one person said now and by the way i was very pregnant uh when i posted this okay now i can no longer tolerate you so grossed out good luck raising your child to be less narcissistic because you posted pictures of your nails of my nails yeah so then (laughs) i wrote I know (laughs) it makes no sense. Um, I'm trying to find my response. I guess I didn't screen grab that one, but I did write something back. Like I've posted two nail pictures in the last four years or something. (laughs) Like I never, I hardly ever do this. Yeah. I just was very like, I don't understand why this triggered you so intensely. Was it the towel bar? Maybe. Oh, she hangs up her towels. <laughs> Whoa. You don't, don't throw know. them on the floor like the rest of us? <laughs> so here's the weird thing, though. At the time, her name was Melissa. Okay. And I remember looking at her photos and like there was really was no, there was one of like her and her family at a baseball game, I guess. And then one of like the kind, like a, the kind of um, pass you'd get if you went to a news station. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, your day pass. And it was like so proud of so-and-so. 
Um, there wasn't much that indicated anything. But then today when I clicked on it, and I haven't clicked on it in like two years, I went and, f- and found it hoping that it was still there because yeah. I couldn't remember if I had deleted the comment. Thankfully, I hadn't. But today I went and this person's name is now Leonard something. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm wondering. Oh, I can see Leonard's photos. The same photos as Melissa's. There's a boat. Um, Google that. That was the pat. The pass was at Google. Okay. Um, they're so proud of Bradley. So I'm wondering if it was never Melissa, if it was always Leonard and so I used to work on the Adam. Do you guys know? I used to work on the Adam Carolla show. I yeah. don't know why you would need to know. I used to work on the Adam Carolla show. Uh, and he kind of famously calls everyone a narcissist and feels that everyone is a wild narcissist. And if anyone does anything that he doesn't like, they're a narcissist. There's some irony there. So <laughs> I'm now wondering if Leonard might have been a listener and that's why Leonard was accusing oh, me of narcissism. Oh, maybe. Could be. Yeah. I mean, it could just be simply that Melissa transitioned to Leonard as well. Like that's oh, also this is possible. That's also yeah. a possibility. But I yeah. agree. Like it could be because to me. Someone it, doing like a fake account. It to did like, sound to me almost like a been. fake account to, to start with even just because yeah. like usually people who would would have sort of the the gumption to say something like that to you wouldn't have their real name they wouldn't have their real name their real account sort of thing right. happening right yeah. so right it is a it is a very weird thing and i but to go back to what you were saying about adam like that was sort of my thought not that i you know really want to be agreeing with adam carolla but the <laughs> but the sort of instagram thing is like that's what Instagram is. Not not even yeah. narcissistic, but like presumably you're just posting pictures of yourself, of your life. life. That's like for. that's what yeah. it is. So like I don't know how getting a manicure would be like the bridge too far. Where yeah, someone's now like, I can oh, no my, longer I'm, tolerate yeah, you. Like I've yeah. been following you. Cause that's you know, the comment, yeah, I can no longer tolerate you, seems to be suggesting that they followed you for a while. So how is getting a manicure and posting a picture of a manicure like the bridge too far? And also, it's not like you were like, hey, everyone, look at my fucking beautiful, sexy nails. (laughs) I'm so fucking hot. I got square rounded nails and now I'm the hottest woman on earth. Holy shit. Like then maybe I could see it, but you were just like, I don't even know if I like this. And they're like, how dare you, Miss Rosen? (laughs) Good luck raising your child to be less that way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, that one just stuck out because there was such a disparity yeah. in my mind between what I had posted and what the response was. Yeah, totally. Of course. Well, that's what I mean. Like it would I would be so yeah. shocked at that as well, I think. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, that's rough. I will say, though, doing a podcast and, and again, you know, your podcast has more exposure than ours. So you probably deal with even more of this. But there is that sense of like sometimes people feel if they listen to your podcast that they're sort of like in on a joke with you and like mm-hmm. this doesn't seem like a joke but i do find sometimes that does happen too where people will say like a very mean thing about yes. the way you look or something you you choose to wear or whatever and it's like i know in their mind they don't mean it they're maliciously riffing. they're yeah. ju- they're trying to riff with you but it's like right we are not friends like mm-hmm. y- you shouldn't be 
you know, like when you say, oh, you ugly fucking piece of shit yeah. or whatever, it's like, I can say that about John. No problem. Yes, exactly. If Stefan commented that on my photo, like, yeah, of course, I'd probably laugh or whatever, you know. But yeah, when I don't, I don't know who you are. So when you right. when you just type you ugly fucking piece of shit. Guess how I read it. I read it as you calling me an ugly it, fucking and it, piece of shit. And it could shit. be them doing that. It if, could in be. fairness, it could be them being very mean to you. For sure. So. Well, and that's, right. that's you don't the know problem. The intention. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. You don't know the intention and you don't, yeah, you don't know if they're trying to quote unquote riff with you or whatever. So that can create like, and you, and you know now too. that because we've mentioned this, people are going to just call you that and say that in your comments all the no time. No one will do John. that because I'm beautiful. Well, that's true. You do look great. No matter <laughs> yeah. what they say. You look fantastic. Words well, can bring me. With the, I'm going to cut you off as soon as I can here. But when you do the, the laser I, removal, I mean, you're going to look great. And I'm going to do the post I just said that Allison should have. We're not, yeah. you know, the. Uh, I got my neck lasered. I look so fucking sexy and beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come get I'm some. I'm better than all of you <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. who haven't gotten it like that. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, do you still shave? <laughs> you pile of garbage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, we got a great listener block this week as well. Another short and uh, another short and sweet one. Um, and this one actually, Stefan, is related to something you said on the podcast last week. Oh, okay. Um, and this is from Contrail. Uh, and they were blocked by Bill Simmons. Oh, wow. Because okay. you said on the podcast that you didn't know. You, so you're blocked by Bill Simmons. Yes. And so this is uh, Contrail says, hey, gang, Stefan said that he doesn't know anyone that got blocked by Bill Simmons. So I just want to say that I am blocked by him. Oh, I used to be a big fan back in the page two and Grantland days, but slowly drifted away and basically stopped consuming his com content and listening to his podcast. But I still followed him on Twitter based mostly on momentum. Anyways, when the whole ringer union thing started up, I replied to some totally unrelated post of his that was asking him to recognize the union. And I caught a block within 10 minutes. Wow. And so, yeah, so Bill Simmons had done some joke post about trying to get Brian Windhorst to do his podcast. Yeah. And uh, Contrail just replied, recognize the union, you coward. <laughs> okay. And then got a block in within 10, 10 minutes. minutes. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they go on to say, anyways, Bill sucks. You guys are great. Here's the screenshot. Have I said why I got blocked by him? Uh, I don't know if you I said it last week, but you can, you can repeat it. It was right after the Boston Bruins lost the Stanley Cup final to Chicago in like very heartbreaking fashion. Yes. And I think he just posted uh, like stomach punch or gut punch. <laughs> and I replied and said, what episode of Melrose Place does this best compare to? <laughs> And then he and that got me. you blocked. Yeah, and I think I also he used to tweet about Melrose Place all the time. Well, right? I think was it was just like thing? he would do stuff where he would like compare. I mean, it's very cliche, but he would do like, oh, like what party of five character oh, is this right. Boston it. Red Sox player or whatever. Right. So, um, but I don't understand why that's block worthy. I think it was kind of right in the moment of them losing, so he was, oh. he was mad, sort of. Yeah. yeah, and I think, and I did a couple other times make fun of him for not actually watching hockey. But like yeah. bandwagoning as like a hockey fan. Well, and, and then he did too, the whole so. thing where he was like the fan of the Kings because he moved to LA. Yes, and he then switched. He became his son a was a Kings, Kings fan, fan so. once they started winning as well. Yeah. So it was yeah. But anyway, great that's stuff. How I got the block. Yeah. Well, thank you for sending that in, Contrail. If you want to send in a block to the show, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. We just posted a cameo episode with our good friend Brandon Ash Muhammad that's up on Patreon right now. And as we just announced this week, BP D&D &D 2, 
uh, is going to be starting in August. We're going to be playing an RPG called Paranoia, and we're going to be joined by Carlos Maza, Carla Ma, and Raquel Belmonte for that. That's going to be running for the next four months. Uh, so you can check all that out at patreon.com slash block party. You can also follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at block party pod. And you know, if you like the show, just tell a friend, just say, Hey, this show's cool. You should check it out. That would mean a lot to us. And Allison, uh, we are here at the end of the show. Before we end the show, we always like to finish it off with a top three. three two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Sauce. Deux. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. Uh, what All topic right. do you have for us, Allison, please? Top three smells. Wow. How have we not done that before? Because we've done top three bad smells with Beth McCall. Remember the top three worst smells of our life, but we've never done best smells. These are best smells. Yeah. Okay. All right. Baby, this is really good. Allison, what is your number three three, best smell? Number three best smell is freshly washed hair when it's washed with drugstore shampoo, because I feel strongly that drugstore shampoos just smell better than the expensive ones. Wow. Like a, like an herbal essences. Yes, like a specifically fruit. herbal essences. Yeah. I remember. Oh, I love a Garnier fruit test. Yeah. Yeah. I love. Fin- I don't. I haven't used finesse in years, oh, but I finesse. remember yeah. loving the smell of finesse. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice. Even Prell smells good. I don't yeah. even know if they make Prell, but these are like childhood smells. Yeah. Finesse is a really good pull. I yeah. remember, like, I feel like the two shampoos of my childhood were finesse and Perk Plus. Yes. Yeah. What about L'Oreal for kids where it, oh, it looked yes. like a little fish or whatever? Yeah, it was like a little fish bottle. Yeah. And the whole thing I was think I've told the story about how I ate that shampoo once, right? <laughs> because yeah. it smelled so good. It was like the watermelon L'Oreal for kids. And I was a kid and I was like, oh, well, this smells great. I'll eat it. I guess logically it follows that it will taste good too. Yeah. And but it didn't, didn't did it. It tasted like Well, I remember shampoo. the thing yeah. with the L'Oreal for kids commercial was that it didn't sting your eyes. So they would show in the commercial like a kid would have like basically their whole face was full of soap and then they would wipe it off their eyes and they'd be fine and they'd be fine. So I remember being like, oh, whoa, the shampoo doesn't hurt my eyes. Okay. And literally rubbing it on my eyes. And And um, oh, it hurt like a mother. Was it no more tears or no more tears? Like hair your hair. <laughs> I think it was no more tears because there were a lot yeah. of tears after okay. I did that. Yeah. I also had the, uh, I don't know if Allison might've had this more than Stefan, the Sesame street shampoo. There was a, there was an mm. actual, it had big bird on the bottle in like oh. a bathtub oh. and it was like a blue bottle. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like the only kid's shampoo that we used was no more tears. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson, no more tears. And then I knew like other, like, other adults around or around me or teens maybe used like finesse or prowl or all these ones that smelled good. But I think on me, my mom just used Johnson and Johnson. Okay. Nice. That, that's yeah. A, we're dancing. Uh, it was actually Elmo, not yes. big bird on the uh, bottle. That I haven't thing. seen yeah. that. Yeah. That's a great smell. Fun. It's a beautiful one. Um, that's a great, great oof, smell. By number the way. Thank you. three for me. I'm going to go. Uh, I haven't made pizza at home in a couple of months, but homemade pizza fresh out of the oven. Ooh. Just a fantastic smell. That's a good smell. It's great. And it smells nice when it's cooking. And then when you take it out, it smells fantastic. Fills up the whole place. Uh, you know, good and call. it's different smells depending on, yeah. on the toppings. But you get the generally you get the, the crust and the cheese and the sauce and everything. And uh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, that's my number three. I have a similar one to Allison for number three, which is um, like 
perfumes that high school girls would wear. <laughs> so like not like really good yeah. perfume, but just like I can like remember perfume. Yeah. Like I remember my like girlfriend in high school wore Tommy girl and then like another one wore like Abercrombie eight. Wow. And like, yeah. Like, Gap had sense too. Yeah. Like when you get older, I think like obviously if, uh, you know, your partner smells good, that's obviously better than the alternative, but I think you don't, care as much but when you're a kid and you're this hopeless romantic emotional loser you know you you very closely connect those perfume smells with you know girls and you know if you had a crush on a girl and she always wore this type of perfume and you'd be like Oh my god! And like now, I wouldn't like it. Like if Becca wore a perfume, I wouldn't <laughs> confuse you. I think. Well, not even confusing, but I just mean like I just I'm very sensitive to that sort of fake smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think when you're mm-hmm. younger, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so. Yeah. What a oh, she smells so good or whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> very lame, but it's her, her uh, wind yeah. song stays on my mind. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So that's my number three. Your number two, Allison. My number two is the smell of something delicious baking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I should like narrow it down more to like the smell of pie baking or something like that. But really like any sort of like cookies, cookies baking. Yeah. yeah. Anything yeah. that's being any any sweet thing that's being baked smells yeah. really good. Yeah. Absolutely. So true. Well, because also there's not really much of a smell before it goes in, right? Right. And, and then yeah. it, oh, you yeah, can tell sure. like as it's getting closer to being done, the smell gets like stronger. Too. Yeah. So, so then like, you're like, Oh, I'm closer to eating, eating the, the pie or the cookies. Yeah. yeah great that's point. great. Uh, whew, number two, freshly cut grass. Oh, you like that. I love that. I love that. Cause it just reminds me of like the summer, you sure. know, like just hanging out, like, like, you know, playing soccer, like, you know, not, you know, in the summer, like as a kid, you're not doing anything really yeah. during the day or at night. So you're just going, hanging out with your friends, playing soccer, uh, hanging out at the park, freshly cut grass. It's a great smell. It's a good one. Yeah. I like that. My number one is, is unbeatable. And I think so many people in the Discord are going to be like, yes, they're going to be so happy about it. Okay. I'm so excited for my All number right. one. You, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to result in possibly weird looks from you guys, maybe. But we'll see. I think it's, it's good. Okay. I'm just going to oh, prep That's why you're already yeah. getting us. You're really yeah. selling it. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, my number two, again, I'm going to follow in Allison's footsteps, but I will be more specific, and it is uh, the baking of cinnamon buns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. That will be, that. Yep. that's the go-to, especially uh-huh. like Becca will sometimes bake them while I'm still sleeping. So like waking oh, up to like the smell oh, of wow. cinnamon buns. <sighs> wow. Delight- delightful. Yeah. So. But you know what's not a good smell? Is when you're baking cinnamon buns and then you burn them. Yeah. We just, <laughs> yeah. I just did this. We got this little uh, air fryer that's also a toaster oven. And I didn't grow up with a toaster oven. We just had a toaster and then an oven. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the problem or if it's just like the thing cooks things so fast. So I made some cinnamon buns, just the kind from a can. And I put them in and I, you know, dialed the dial for however many minutes it said. And then I went out of the room and then very quickly it smelled like burning rubber and they were black. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> you cannot walk away. You have to just stand there staring at it, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I can imagine burnt cinnamon is not a great no. smell. No, yeah. it was really, really gross. It really, uh, it really turned for me. But then the next batch were only slightly burned, so they were salvageable. Okay. okay. So that's, that's good. good. Yeah. 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 Uh, nice. Your number one? My number one. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Ready. My number one is fresh laundry, but yes. specifically 
because I'll, I'll catch this smell like I'll walk by. A, I mean, it's been years, but when I lived in New York, I'd walk by a laundromat or at my parents' house. When you're outside and you're near the dryer vent yes. and it's yes. blowing that yep. air, that yes. is the specific kind of laundry Phenomenal. smell. Yep. Phenomenal I like the smell. best. And I've tried to nail it down. Like, is it the smell of Tide? Is it the smell of the the fabric softener? Like, what specifically is this smell? Because I... I'll, I mean, this is insane, but like, I'll get, I have gotten down on my hands and knees and just like huffed that dryer vent oh, smell. I, I was like literally so going to, I was literally yeah. going to say, have either of you guys, when I was a kid, I can remember yeah. sticking my face in for the sure. dryer vent for sure. Yeah. It smells so good. And I can remember some houses would have like a flap over the dryer vent. Oh. So the air only kind of got out. And I can remember like holding the flap <laughs> up and being like, oh Yeah. <laughs> Really yeah. good. Yeah. Really it's such good. a smell. peaceful smell. Yes. Yeah. I feel like another childhood smell that's sort of like that, that's sort of weird, is gas. Yeah. I, like I, I remember the, the smell. And, and it's funny because I can remember my mom being like, oh, like the smell, like when you're a kid, you're like, oh, gas smells really good. But your mom has to try to tell you like that huffing gas is like really yeah. bad without saying that huffing gas is bad. So, you, so I can remember saying to my mom, like, Oh, I love the smell of gas and being like, well, it's pretty dangerous. And as a kid, you're like, <laughs> how could a smell be dangerous? Right. You know, like they're trying to, your parents don't want you to all of a sudden pick up a gas <laughs> hose and start sniffing it. Right. But they don't want to tell you what huffing gas is either. So yeah. it's like this weird, you know what else smelled great was model airplane, airplane glue. Oh yeah, yeah for just, sure. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I w- did you sniff glue? No, but okay. it, glue smelled good. It did smell good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you're number one. You really my number teed one us up for this yeah. is a brand new, and this is not doesn't really it's not applicable now, but like specifically, I'm gonna say like from like the 90s to early 2000s, and I'm gonna even say specifically Game Boy Color instruction manuals when they were brand new. I'm oh. fucking serious here, and people will back me up on this. But I remember opening up, getting like Pokemon for like Christmas and just like smelling the instruction manual. And I don't know if it's like the ink, it's like freshly printed or something right? or it's something with the paper, but there was like something to that. And I think it's like a nostalgia thing as well, for sure. But like, it was insane. It was like, it was so good. I don't know what it was. And I think it's a little weird probably, but. I mean, I I, I can remember video game manuals having a smell, smell, but I never shoved them into my oh face. Oh my god, to I smell love it. that smell. Yeah. Huh. Sounds like you are missing out. You were. I guess so. It was yeah. great. I'm sure people will back me up on this. Is this like a glossy paper thing or it, Yeah, it was. So yeah. maybe that's why it's like the coating yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. But and I think it's it also is just like tied in with the nostalgia of like getting those video games for like Being Christmas or my birthday. To and, play the game. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh my number one is a fresh sheet of ice. Uh, whether oh. that's hockey or curling. Mm. Um, so like in hockey, it, they treat it with, well, like, they're two different smells. So okay. in hockey, uh, the ice gets flooded. Yes. Right. So it's like hot water that's just been put on the ice. And I don't know what there is definitely a smell to it. I, I, I couldn't describe it if I tried, but when you're like the, especially when you were a kid, sometimes you could be the first guy out for hockey practice. So you'd be the only one on the ice. And if you're like the first person on the ice, the first couple laps around the ice, there's like a smell that's really good mm-hmm. and curling. You can only get it if the curling rink hasn't been used. Like either it's like you're the, f- the first game in the morning or maybe that no one's been using it for a couple hours before you go practice. Yeah. But there is a smell 
to just the sort of fresh ice and curling ice is not flooded like hockey ice is, but there, there is a smell there. And again, it's, it is a nostalgia thing for sure, but both of those two smells are, are just a delight. Wow. What a great top three. A great I top I can't believe three. we've, no, I mean, I Thank can believe you. we've done the bad version of it. Sure. Yeah. But that's, that's great. Top that was three very nice. good smells. Very pleasant. Yeah. And I think it'll bring up a lot of good memories for people because they'll be yeah. thinking of their own top three smells. And yeah. as we know, smells are the most effective right, memory your, thing yeah. we have. Yeah. What about like pictures? Memory, excuse me. No. By your memory center. The, yes. Not worth it. What I had to say was not worth it. <laughs> I had to clear my throat and stop the show. I love No, that was great. That was a great, great work. We loved it. Uh, Allison, thank you so much for joining us on the show. This was an absolute treat. Uh, this before, was really fun. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh, yeah. Please check out my podcast. Allison Rosen is your new best friend and childish. Uh, and uh, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen. Just one L in Allison. So A-L-I-S-O-N-R-O-S-E-N. There you go. And All you right. have a book as well? I do. It's called Tropical Attire Encouraged and Other Phrases That Scare Me. So, yeah, get that. Hop on board the Allison train. Get on the Allison Excellent. train. Two That's podcasts right. and a book. It's a, yeah. This is a full train you can hop on. It's beautiful. That's right. There's all sorts of train cars. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Follow Allison on Twitter. Get her book. Listen to her podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, you can donate to our show at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And we'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.